So I'm sure some of you have been going out lately and saying, okay, you know what? I want to try out all these new chicken sandwiches that are at every fast food restaurant. KFC has a brand new spicy chicken sandwich. It's great. Burger King has a new hand-breaded chicken sandwich. Tried the spicy version. Loved it. It was good. Uh, Wendy's, I don't think, they have a new one, but it's really nothing different. McDonald's has a new one. Spicy and crispy, and it's good. And, of course, Chick-fil-A is one of the best period when it comes across the board as well but what i'll tell you what when i look at the chicken sandwiches and when i try them out popeyes obviously is very good uh for me i gotta say that well at the moment if i had to go and rate top five chicken sandwiches now from all these fast food places for me right now i'm gonna say that chick-fil-a still is my number one because no matter what they want to do with chicken sandwiches just good period now it's not as big as the other ones that's the thing that the other ones want to do is the big size ones so when i think about it i want to say kfc is probably a second right now like if you talk about the crispy sandwiches let's just do the crispy ones you know right the ones that are like the spices because i've done all the spicy ones so yeah chick-fil-a does very good spicy chicken sandwich so i would still say it's number one kfc's number two i will put mcdonald's at number Oh, don't mean no Popeyes at number three. I'll put McDonald's at number four and Burger King at number five. And Burger King's not far off. Uh, they it just it's that breading is very very thick, it's, but it's good. Again, I like all those those sandwiches. Now they're all good in their own way, but if I had to have mine on a regular basis, like I will either take a Chick Fil A or a KFC or or McDonald's personally, I like the McDonald's one especially good. It is very good, and it's just a good size, and I can just buy something else that goes along with it. Just a th thought. Among other things. Again, TikTok, food TikTok just makes you hungry, and I just you get hungry all the time, you know, whatever it is. If it's not for birria tacos or if it's not for Subway or for something else they put out there, I just kind of keep an eye on it. So anyway, fast food is costing more. I'm sure you realize that. If you already noticed the, the grocery stores, it costs more now for food. I know that for sure. Like, there's a lot of things. If you go for produce, if you go for for meat or for any other stuff, the prices are going up. There's no doubt about it. We're getting some inflation right now, as we speak. So, at the same time, there is now higher prices for fast food. I'm going to take a from a story from restaurantbusinessonline.com that in January, prices for food away from home or menu prices increased almost 4% year over year. Same rate as December. It's the highest rate for menu price inflation since late 2008 when the company was when the country was in a deep recession. So the pandemic has caused prices to go up. Let's talk about it. And the menu prices aren't evenly spread, evenly spread, but it can be traced to a certain type of restaurant, one without wait staff. According to federal data, prices at limited service restaurants or fast food places or fast casual places increased by 6.2% and at full price restaurants, full service restaurants with waiting staff and all that kind of stuff is up 3%. Now, more importantly is the difference is demand and wages that causes the cost to go up. In the post-pandemic era, demand at limited service restaurants have far exceeded demand at full service restaurants. Supply of full service is constrained because of limitations on seating and the closures of a number of locations. Unless you're in Florida where everything's wide open. But then there are still some places that are still kind of capacity at like half capacity because that's where the restaurants want to do themselves. Or they just don't open up the dining room at all. Most of the, some of the fast food places don't open up at all, as a matter of fact. 
and that's still the case these days. But that's okay. That's because the corporates, they, that's what they want to go and do. That's fine. But as a result, quick service restaurants haven't had that problem. Delivering, drive through and takeout have all become vital in the post-pandemic world. Consumers lined up for blocks at Chick-fil-A drive throughs and order delivery at three times the rate they did in the previous year. Yeah, let me tell you. Every Chick-fil-A where I live is jam-packed. And, you know, it's amazing where people don't want to get out and go the inside to go and order. They don't want to do that. But they will order Uber Eats and DoorDash and Grubhub it all day long because I pick up quite a bit of orders for Uber Eats for Chick-fil-A. And getting to that parking lot, it's always a circular parking lot where everybody's out there going through drive through And I'll tell you, damn it, the Chick-fil-A people, they are so good at trying to work that drive through and work that whole thing because they are just doing takeout and drive through all day long. Now, for me, doing the delivery, doing the app and going curbside with them on the app is fantastic. Okay, they connect to PayPal. I can get the order done. And honestly, I can go ahead and order it five minutes before I get to the restaurant. And I might sit there maybe five, ten minutes, but they will come out with that food. Usually five minutes is all they need. And that food just comes out and snap right like that. And they're good about it. So I just don't go enough because Chick-fil-A does cost a little bit. And they've always been pricier, but it's worth it. Like it just is. And that's just how they do it. Now, as a result, and also sometimes because it's the weekends I go out, so Sundays are not open. So that's what happens there. And, of course, then this is resulting in higher prices because operators, not worried about losing that business, now they feel that, feel that they can go and raise the prices. So now they're going to take advantage of it because of the fact of all these people coming in for the convenience of going in, not even have to go inside, not even have to go and clean up you know, the space when it comes to the restaurant itself. When you know the restaurants don't even have to clean their dining rooms anymore. They just kind of like just spruce them up. But there's nothing to clean up after. All they do is just clean up their kitchen. Well, then, damn, it's like, you know, they're just saving up on it. So food is a quid pro quo. Let's just say like that. To match higher wages, fast food restaurants have raised prices. Full service restaurants that haven't had that problem because their staffs rely on tips. It's also possible that delivery prices are influencing the numbers. So this is where Uber Eats, Grubhub, and DoorDash, and Postbeats, and all these others have come into play because they are now tacking on extra prices. Just saying. So... These companies are going to tack on a premium for them to deliver the food to you. Or basically, they're going to put a bigger cut, okay, because they got to offer some kind of a fee over to these delivery services. And at the case, they're going to go have to give a cut away. Then they're just going to go and make a bigger price point for themselves to outweigh the cost to the third party. That's the idea here. So therefore... You have Noodles and Company, which I forget which companies they run. They increase their premium by up to 15% now. Chipotle customers now pay 13% higher prices on the base price for third-party delivery food. Buffalo Wild Wings, Wingstop, Popeyes, Chick-fil-A, Wendy's, and other fast food chains are charging higher prices for third-party delivery orders. And fast food chains are better able to take these steps than the full-service restaurants, many of which are small chains and independents that aren't you know, allowed to raise prices for third-party delivery. And also remember, same thing goes for some of these full-service restaurants that are running virtual kitchens. If you didn't remember about that, go back a while back. I did do a one on the podcasting about ghost kitchens or virtual restaurants, where we're doing that right now, where some of these restaurants, if they're not being able to go ahead and do well 
bringing patrons in or getting takeout in their normal form, like a Brio Tuscan grill, well then damn, we're going to go and give them another way. Like today I had another order for Mr. Beast Burger, which is a cover for a burger restaurant being operated by Brio Tuscan Grill or Pasquale Pizza and Wings, which is a cover for a pizza restaurant being created by Chuck E. Cheese, right? And that's the idea. And now... The result of all this is a fast food delivery meal is now about the same as a lower end full service restaurant meal. So until this pandemic is done, I mean, prices are, have already gone up. They're not going to go back down, I don't think. So the fast food places are going to have to figure out some new value options to try to get that up. But again, the prices are up. And if food isn't slowing down, then they're just going to keep doing it. That's just how they're going to do it. Anyway, I'm going to leave it there. I will talk to you next time.